You're listening to Healing Through Tarot. I'm your host, Dr. Heather Hardison. Together, we're going to explore divination and help you start your own journey with tarot. I'll discuss my tarot journey and offer ways to use tarot for healing, self-development, and personal growth. So let's get started. Hi, listeners. Welcome to Episode 50 of Healing Through Tarot. I'm your host, Dr. Heather Hardison. In this episode, I'll discuss tarot and oracle for kids and teens, and I'll review Rockpool Publishing's My First Magic Oracle. This is the perfect first oracle deck for young readers. And I'll also share some simple carpools for young readers to start with. From the very beginning of my tarot journey, I've always thought that the tarot would be so useful for children and teens to learn how to identify and process their emotions. In therapy, there are a few tools that we can use to help children work through their feelings. They usually include art therapy, dolls, visual aids, and toys. And tarot and oracle could be just as effective, if not more, in my opinion. Teaching them to journal early on helps them to work through expressing their thoughts and feelings and to start to work on problem solving. Pairing oracle and tarot card pools with journaling can even deepen that process and help them evaluate their reactions and responses to any issues that they're struggling with in their daily lives. For kids, I suggest starting with a simpler tarot deck than the typical Rider-Waite-Smith because the symbolism could be a bit much for them. Instead, I'd start with something like the Young Witch Tarot, the Mons Tarot, and even the new Hocus Pocus Tarot deck would be perfect, especially if they're very familiar with the movies and characters. That deck is always such a fun one to work with. There's even a Tarot for Kids deck from Teresa Reed, aka the Tarot Lady, and Kaylee Whitman is the illustrator. The images in this deck are gentle, simple, and definitely convey the basic messages of the cards without overpowering imagery. To get started on this process, I suggest showing your child images from several different decks to see which deck they gravitate toward. I know that I always work better with decks and tools that I'm drawn to. We all have our preferred aesthetics. I think you can't miss with the Mons Tarot. It's full of adorable creatures in pastel colors with lots of beautiful blues, yellows, and purples. It's a very kid-friendly, gentle, humorous, feel-good deck. The Halloween Tarot is another deck that's perfect for kids and teens, and you can use that deck all year round. And of course, even if you're an adult, all of these decks are great choices for inner child healing. For teens, I'd suggest the Modern Witch Tarot the Everyday Witch Tarot, the Lightseer's Tarot, the Dark Mansion, and even some older teens might resonate with the Wild Unknown Tarot, which is one of my favorites, although that one might be harder for beginners. I also love the Harmony Tarot, for older teens who may be struggling with mental health issues. It's a gentle, comforting deck, and the guidebook is completely focused on self-care practices. Although this deck doesn't follow the Rider-Waite imagery strictly, so I wouldn't suggest learning tarot with this deck. It might serve better as an oracle deck, but I highly recommend it 
for anyone needing extra emotional support during a rough time. I give a detailed review of the Harmony Tarot in episode 36 when I explore the healer archetype, if you want to learn more about that deck. Also, if you have teens who really want to learn tarot and dive straight in, I'd suggest Little Sage Tarot's Tarot Cards with Keywords deck. It has all the upright and reverse keywords right on the front of the card with the original Rider-Waite-Smith imagery. It's a great deck to learn with. You can find that deck, along with her tarot journals, at littlesagetarot.com. Again, just go with what resonates for your child. That's always a good sign, and it's a great place to start. When it comes to spreads, I think the simpler, the better for younger readers. I'd suggest starting it with one card pulls. You don't want to overwhelm them with having to process too much information at once. I often see this issue with readers of all ages. So for all beginners, I always advise to ease yourself into this practice. My favorite prompts for one card pulls are for the energy of the day, the focus for the day, message I most need to hear today, or a card pull for the daily goal. You could also alternate these prompts throughout the week. This teaches your child or teen to stay focused on the present moment when trying to zero in on the energy that's present for the day and how to use that energy to tackle daily goals and how to prepare for what will unfold throughout the day. Staying in the present moment helps kids reduce anxiety about future events and promotes mindfulness. Once they're comfortable with one-card daily pulls, they can move up to two-card spreads that dig deeper into problem-solving approaches with the cards. Here's a few two-card spreads that I suggest using. Problem-solution Do-don't Accept-release Choice one, choice two. Stop, start. And pro, con. As you can see with these few simple prompts, the cards can help with making choices and with problem solving. This helps young readers make decisions after considering all their options and helps to put them back in the driver's seat. Learning problem solving skills helps to empower kids and teens at a time in their life when they might be struggling with helplessness and powerlessness. As a therapist, I can tell you that one of the main complaints that I hear from young clients is that they often feel that they don't have any control over their life or circumstances. It's always advisable to help children find ways to feel more in control of their emotions, their reactions and responses, and their behaviors. Giving them an outlet to regain some control can drastically reduce their anxiety and stress. And it also lowers depression and hopelessness. Unfortunately, suicide rates have been rising in age groups under 17 for years. So addressing these issues early in life helps your child to feel more hopeful about their circumstances. Having the cards to work through these issues could be life-saving in that sense. 
It's also empowering for young readers to experience receiving guidance from their own inner sage. As you know, teens especially can be often defiant, and they may initially reject external advice just out of spite. But since divination helps you tap into that inner guide, they're more likely to listen to and accept the messages coming through. So if you have a child that's been hard for you to reach, this tool could help offer them advice that they might be more willing to accept. This is also a great option for a child that doesn't have many friends to confide in about issues they're currently struggling with. The cards often feel like a trusted friend who offers you the perfect message you need to hear at the right moment. Also, the cards can help a young reader learn to trust their own instincts, especially if the cards they're pulling seem to line up with thoughts that they've been having. They may realize that they've been tuning into their inner voice all along. This builds trust in their own abilities and strengths, which is so important to improve their self-confidence and self-worth. I find that even in my own work with Tarot and Oracle, that I've been able to balance my shadow with my inner guide, which is supportive and encouraging. This helps to work through anger, resentment, frustration, and angst as well. It's essential to learn that there's hope and love inside as well, because at that age, you're very aware of the negative emotions you experience because they're so present daily. Connecting with this inner guide will help build agency at an early age that will lead to resilience, empowerment, and confidence later in life. Working with the cards helps them understand their role in their lives. They can even come away feeling like they can direct their future paths more than they ever realized. This could help them with goal setting and learning how to meet those goals, as well as manifesting a better future once they tap into that inner guidance that increases their understanding of their own power. Eventually, they'll get to a point where pulling a three-card spread won't seem so daunting. Here are my favorite three-card spreads. Past, present, future. Mind, body, spirit. Goal, obstacle, action. Stop, start, continue. Problem, cause, solution. Situation, action to take, likely outcome if action taken, and what I think, what I feel, how to respond. All of these spreads are on my blog for this episode if you'd like to bookmark them for later. The more they pull cards and learn to weave a narrative through the card pulls, the better they become with writing skills and creativity in general. Working with the cards helps with storytelling and connecting the dots when the cards string together several messages. This could lead to improved verbal skills in the classroom and on achievement test. I'm sure that would be a welcome outcome to this mental health practice. This practice also helps them connect with something larger than themselves. At that age, we can feel so alone, but what's so magical about the cards is that you start to realize that there's a larger purpose and plan that we're all a part of. 
Becoming purpose-driven is linked to a reduction in anxiety and depression. And that's why I think Oracle and Tarot would be so beneficial for children ages 5 and up. As you can see, pulling cards, whether it be Oracle or Tarot, can help young readers implement self-care practices into their life. This is crucial at a stage when they may struggle with self-criticism, judgment, and self-sabotaging behaviors. Learning to care for themselves will help to improve their overall mental health and well-being. Of course, this practice isn't something that you can force on them. Introduce them to it and let them make the choice whether they want to learn more about tarot and oracle cards. Are you enjoying these podcast episodes where I introduce modern applications of the tarot? I hope you're enjoying them as much as I am. Luckily, I found a little magical elixir that helps me stay in the creative flow when I'm brainstorming ideas for podcast episodes just like this one. Magic Mind is my new coffee replacement. This two-ounce elixir is easier on my stomach than coffee and doesn't leave me with the jitters. I sip on it right before my writing sessions, and I get in a good seven hours of productive work, thanks to the natural ingredients like the nootropics and adaptogens that not only help me stay focused and inspired, but also relaxed as I write through the evening. If you'd like to try this elixir for yourself, go to magicmind.com slash through tarot. That's spelled T-H-R-U-T-A-R-O-T. And use my code HEALING20, that's all caps, for 20% off your one-time purchase or up to 56% off your first subscription because it stacks with the subscription discount from the website. That's HEALING20 for 56% off. I'd recommend the 30-pack because it's the best deal. And it also works if you're already a subscriber. You save on your next subscription payment. If you're a podcaster like me, or just someone looking for enhanced productivity and creativity as you work, give Magic Mind a try. After a quick break, I'll provide a week ahead spread for kids and teens, and I'll review the My First Magic Oracle deck by Rockpill Publishing. If you would like to order a year ahead spread for me, you can place your order on my website at healingthroughterror.com. There's a link in the show notes for your convenience. For the year ahead spread, I pull a tarot card for each month of the upcoming year, a card for the energy of the year, and four oracle cards, one for each season. I will identify patterns in the cards and walk you through the energy and themes for each month so you know what to expect and can make the most out of your year. If you provide your birth date, I will calculate your tarot year card. And I have a few slots left over for the new year. I'd love to sling cards for you. Hi, listeners. I'm happy to announce that book three in my fictional divination book series, The Divining Sisters, has finally released. In this third installment of the series, titled The Threads of Fate, Alex, Izzy, and Hazel begin to retrace the threads of fate that bind them to better understand where this journey is leading them after reuniting in Salem, Massachusetts. As their enemies close in and up the stakes, the pieces of their past start to shift into place 
revealing key details about their destiny set in motion lifetimes ago. Will learning more about their past incarnations help them overcome their fears to embrace their shared mission? Or will the adversaries re-emerging from their past stop them before stepping into their full power? You'll have to read to find out. This mystical and soul-stirring series focuses on reconnecting with past life gifts, sisterhood, empowerment through facing fears, and learning to step out of the shadows, which for these diviners comes from their love of the craft of divination, which is carried over from many lifetimes. Readers are raving about the series, calling it Harry Potter for adults, and claiming it as their new favorite witchy mystical series. You can find the ebooks and paperbacks of all the Divining Sister series books on Amazon, and the ebooks are also on Barnes & Noble, Apple Books, Google Play, Kobo, Scribd, Smashwords, and more. Read the book blurbs and book quotes on author.heatherhardison.com. There's a link in the show notes for your convenience. Start your magical healing journey with the Divining Sisters today with book one, The Call of the Cards, and find your way back to yourself through their inspiring story. Larger oracle and tarot spreads can seem intimidating for young readers or beginners. So instead of pulling a larger spread of five or more cards, I'm offering here seven prompts, one for each day of the week that will help beginners plan out the week and tackle any issues or challenges that pop up throughout the week. Once you feel more comfortable with pulling more cards at once, you can pull all seven cards at the beginning of the week for a week ahead spread if you'd like. I just wanted to offer you options here as you get started. You can start on Sundays or Mondays if you prefer. I tend to see Sundays as an ideal day for looking ahead. Others prefer to start that forecast on Mondays. Either way works. So I'll walk you through the seven prompts that I've chosen for a weekly spread, and you can decide to pull them one card at a time for each day of the week or all in one sitting for a look ahead at the next seven days. Here are those prompts. Energy for the week. Goal for the week. How to meet this weekly goal. How to handle challenges this week. What to watch out for. Advice for the week. And reflection for the week. You can find these prompts on my blog for this episode on my website, healingthroughterror.com. There you can also find all the card spreads that I've shared earlier in this episode as well. I always advise to journal as you pull cards because it can help you to brainstorm new ideas, marinate in the messages, and work through problems as they arise. Journaling also helps messages arise from the subconscious mind while your logical mind takes a back seat. Journaling helps to give you an outlet for emotions as they arise instead of bottling them up and writing down your thoughts and feelings on a regular basis helps to tamp down emotional outbursts. Ritual created a kid's terror journal, which I highly recommend. It's undated and in a simple format to help keep your child organized and focused when they're taking the time to do some card pulls 
and self-reflective journaling. If you want to check out that ritual journal, I've got a ritual discount code for you that takes 15% off all your ritual purchases. Use my ritual ambassador link in the show notes or in the blog that goes along with this episode. That link takes you right to their webpage. And I want to note that some of my earliest Healing Through Terror podcast episodes cover shuffling and card pulling techniques and how to get started with the tarot. Those early episodes are definitely a great place to start for teens. For younger children, I suggest that you listen to those episodes and simplify that information as they learn the process. So check out episode three, which is titled Terror Beginner Resources and Shuffling and Card Pulling Methods, and episode four, Getting Started on Terror Spreads, The Celtic Cross, and How to Phrase Your Questions. Rockpool Publishing sent over the adorable new kids oracle called My First Magic Oracle. It's so cute. This 42-card deck by Gwinnell Dedeck helps kids explore their emotions, learn to express and share their feelings, and process their thoughts, fears, and worries in healthy ways. This deck helps them learn more about themselves and how they view the world around them. The creator is an illustrator, author, and personal fulfillment coach. She points out that this deck doesn't focus on prediction. Instead, its focus is on self-reflection, self-awareness, emotion regulation, and behavior modification to include healthier habits in their daily life, just like we were talking about earlier. She notes in the guidebook that when the words magical friends appear in the card meanings, that it's a reference to an invisible force that's supportive and can take on any form that feels right to the reader, which could be animal, spiritual, angelic, or fantastical in nature. This is to help the child understand that they aren't alone in any struggle that they face. The message here is that there's help all around. The cards are very bright and colorful and showcase fun-loving animals flowers, rainbows, and nature scenes with kids engaging in outdoor activities from exercising and playing to planting seeds in a garden to care for the planet. I find that the cards are very encouraging with messages like be brave, know that you can do it, and congratulate yourself. Some of the cards also encourage healthy behaviors and outlets such as exercising, eating well, limiting screen time, taking time to rest, and having fun. Being a psychologist, I love to see cards addressing emotional regulation with cards saying, embrace your emotions, express your feelings, accept your sensitivity, follow your heart, and confide your fears and worries. And the card messages are very hopeful and supportive which should help each young reader feel safe and positive with cards like remember that it will pass, know that you are always loved, dream big, and believe in the magic of life. The cards promoting self-love are so important during the developmental years when children may struggle with body image and self-esteem issues. Cards such as embrace your uniqueness, find your ingenuity, 
and respect yourself can help them start to value self-love and self-care early on in life. Let's explore what the guidebook says for the card, Embrace Your Uniqueness. In the guidebook, she says, Everything in nature is varied and different. There are thousands of species of flowers, trees, and animals, and none are identical, which is simply beautiful. You are part of this world, and you too are unique. You are special, and the world is very lucky to have you because you play a role in making it beautiful. Trust in your originality. And for Express Your Feelings, the guidebook says, You may be feeling lots of emotions right now that you don't understand, or you may be filled with lots of questions. Speak with an adult or friend with whom you're close to bring these things out of your mind and into the open so that you can make sense of them. You can also express what you feel and think by drawing or writing in a diary. Imagine how comforting it would be for young readers to pull cards with such encouraging messages on a regular basis. Like journaling, pulling cards is a therapeutic exercise that can help you to process confusing emotions, identify life challenges, and work through conflicts by discovering new resources and coping strategies. These cards are very straightforward, simple to read and understand, and are powerful reminders that each person on this planet has all the strength and resources within to overcome whatever any of us face. Thanks to Rockpill Publishing for sending over my first magic oracle for me to review and share with you today. I highly recommend these cards for young readers from the ages of 4 through 10. It would be a perfect first oracle to work with to introduce young readers to card pulling and journaling about the cards. Links for this deck, along with all decks discussed in this episode, are in the show notes and on my blog for this episode on my website, HealingThroughTarot.com, where I showcase several photos of the vibrant artwork from this deck. Make sure to check those out. And if you're looking for suggestions for Oracle decks for teens, I suggest The Wisdom of the Oracle, Believe in Your Own Magic Oracle, and The Spirit Animal Oracle for Animal Lovers. That one is so colorful, animal-focused, and has great advice as it weaves in messages from the animal kingdom. My go-to pairing for teens is the Everyday Witch Oracle and the Everyday Witch Tarot. They work so well together. I love the images, and it's super easy to read. That's a winning combo for me. You may find that young readers want to ease in with oracle cards before tackling the tarot. Go with what feels natural for them, and let them lead the process. Since the holidays are upon us, check out the Stocking Stuffers episode that I released in November 2022. That's episode 41, Stocking Stuffers and Holiday Gifts for Tarot Lovers. In that episode, I detailed all my favorite picks for tarot gifts and goodies, and I even include ideas for kids too. Ritual has a ton of tarot products that you can gift others for the holidays. They have tarot stamps and stickers, dated and undated tarot journals and planners, including one for kids, 
tarot decks, and tarot-themed mugs, candles, and jewelry, plus crystal sets, which make for adorable stocking stuffers. And it's that time of year again when we need to order another tarot journal. I always order a new ritual tarot planner around this time of year. If you want one before the new year, remember that you can use my ritual discount code at checkout. I'll link my ritual ambassador link in the show notes for this episode and in the blog that goes along with this episode. My discount code, HEALING, that's all caps, gets you 15% off your ritual purchases when you use with my affiliate link and code. So do some holiday shopping when you're on their website and save time and money with my link and discount code. In the next episode, I'll discuss personal terrier cards and we'll wrap up 2023 with a spread for the 2024 Universal Terrier card. So join me next time. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you found this information valuable, consider subscribing to the show so you never miss an episode. And please rate and review this podcast and tell fellow car readers about the show. You can find more tarot tips on my blog on healingthroughtarot.com and on my Pinterest and Instagram page, both under Healing Through Tarot. That's through, spelled T-H-R-U. See you next time, card slingers.